Welcome to the Market Talk podcast sponsored by WealthPress, where we believe if you're investing uninformed, you're screwed. Get the inside scoop on what's driving the markets today and what that means for your money, all in just 15 minutes. Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Roger Scott. I'm the head trader for WealthPress. Today is Monday. It's Monday, the 17th of August. And as I always say, let's get into it right now. Now, because it's Monday, I want to give you the the forest from the trees look. I want to give you the bigger picture, tell you what we can expect this week, give you some support resistance levels, show you where the major indexes are moving towards, and so forth and so forth. So let's get into it right now. World markets, well, they edged up Monday, not too much. Japan stocks sank. The country reported a record economic contraction. That's not pretty. U.S., on the other hand, let me tell you a little bit about that. It's not in this report, but retail sales have completely bounced back. Our retail sale numbers are now as good as they were a year ago, actually better. So we are seeing a lot of retail sales, but it's happening through the internet. It's not happening through brick and mortar, but it is happening. In other words, in traders investors retailers have had enough they need to get their shopping done so a lot of the retail stocks are now starting to pop up and also retail sector is the last sector to report earnings so keep your eye out on the retail sector gap l brands haynes these companies are making a comeback a real strong comeback so let me just show you really quickly the um the s p 500 and then i'll continue moving through this i usually don't break this apart but look at this l brands ups people are shipping using shippers freight shippers i told you this three weeks ago fedex gap even whirlpool home sales and there was another one fortune brands home security and ebay best buy that's a retailer folks um where was that where was that i guess it's not on here anymore it was on here a few days ago i guess things do change but it was here. Let me show you last week what it looked like. Haynes Brand, right there. HBI. What happened to Haynes Brand? I can't. See. Oh, here it is. It's still here. All right. Haynes Brand is the world peace has been restored. Haynes Brand is still there. So yeah, L Brands, UPS, FedEx, Gap, Whirlpool, Apple, PayPal, Amazon. But Amazon's always on the list. Haynes Brand. Again, Haynes Brand. I don't know why I'm so focused on underwear uh, companies this morning, but it is Monday. <laughs> anyways, I couldn't help myself. So anyways, retail sales are popping. So that's very, very important. That's really very positive. Because why? What do I always tell you? Retail sales make up two-thirds of the economy. Let's move now to Bangkok. That's right, Bangkok. Bangkok's main index lost half a percent after Thailand reported its economy shrank 12.2% from a year earlier. Ouch. In the quarter ending in June, that was the worst performance since 1998. That's when Asia had their major financial crisis. Investors in Asia were looking ahead to central banks meeting this week. We're all looking forward to those meetings in China, Indonesia, and Philippines with few other market moving events. United States. Economists say consumer spending could be more, could see more pressure after government aid, including additional 600 weekly unemployment benefit, expired. Investors are counting on Washington for another economic lifeline, but legislators are 
doing this. They're far apart. But I have faith in Trump. I think we're going to see something over the next few weeks. They, he really appears to want to give. Tr uh, I want. I keep saying traders and traders and investors, uh, the people, the common folk, cash. Now let's look to see what we've got this week. We've got housing starts. I'm looking for a super super hot report. Interest rates are low. People are refinancing like there's no tomorrow. We're going to see the housing market index today. That's going to be a light, nice little preview that's happening at 10 p.m. a.m. Eastern time. P.m. a.m. just depends on where you're at, right? All right, housing starts. Big report tomorrow. Petroleum status, not such a big report. We know that levels of supply are just through the roof. FOMC minutes, we kind of know what to expect. That's not going to be a big report. So the big report is going to be the housing starts, jobless claim, the Philadelphia Fed survey, and existing home sales. I don't think the PMI flash is going to be huge. Look for existing home sales and housing starts. If they rally, if they're strong, we're going to see more upside in housing stocks. Let me show you the stocks that I'm talking about so you could get a better idea for it. Let me show you these. Um, they were all the way in the top 10. We got Pulte Homes. Look at Pulte Homes. Look at, let's see, what else we got? Leonard Homes. Leonard and Pulte Homes. Those are the big ones. Those are the, and those are the two biggest brands in the country. Look for Leonard Homes and Pulte Homes this week. Really, really book. And also keep your eye on Whirlpool because when people buy homes, they buy Whirlpool products. That's the biggest company manufacturer of appliances in the world. It's not just Whirlpool. The Whirlpool owns several brands. And again, if retail continues heating up, keep your eye on UPS and FedEx. I told you guys that it's going to heat up. Now, momentum levels. Momentum levels are extremely bullish and the market is overbought. Now, with that in mind, let's look at the QQQ and give you some levels. This is the NASDAQ 100. This is the most overbought index right now and I wanted to kind of give you a good idea of what we can expect this thing is overbought I mean overbought and it's still moving higher but if we look at the RSI levels relative strength levels here and we like to look at the 10 day not the not the 14 days we like to look at 10 days you will see that it's making higher, the highs are getting lower, which means momentum levels are widening and narrowing. And that means we we're, we should expect a little more congestion, consolidation, or sideways choppy price action. Don't expect the NASDAQ 100 to continue making all-time highs, especially with momentum levels that are overbought. Now, if we look at the SPY at the S&P 500, it's also doing exactly the same thing. And again, look at the trading range and the volatility. This market is stretched out. Matter of fact, if you look at momentum levels, and I want to show you this right now, we currently have, let's see here, this is the overall stock market. This is any stock over $2 per share. If you look at the long-term time period, we went to the 85 level and we're like at 71 right now and it looks like we're going to go higher. But notice every time we come up here, we move all the way down and we haven't done that yet, which means the rubber band is still stretched out and that means price action and volatility is limited, 
which is one of the reasons why you are seeing a market that's kind of like not moving anywhere. It just doesn't have it just doesn't have the momentum. I mean, look at this. If this doesn't look like a stretched out market, I don't know what is. And notice again, price moving higher, momentum highs moving lower. It's exactly what happened in February. Price moving higher, momentum levels moving lower, we break down. Price moving higher, momentum levels moving lower. It's going to happen, folks. Maybe not a huge breakdown like we saw in February, but we're way, way overdue. Anyhow, pay attention to the housing starts, the jobless claims and the housing starts. That's happening tomorrow at 8.30 and existing jobless home sales at 10 and jobless claims. I think that's going to be the three biggest reports this week. And lastly, let's take a look at the bond market. Let's take a quick look here. I haven't looked at the bond market for a while. The bond market is breaking down. It's breaking down. It's moving a little bit lower, which means stocks should move higher. But again, with this level, with the level we're at right now, I think bonds are going to be in a trading range. Uh, let me just draw you a little tool here. I think we're going to be in a trading range from here till about here for the foreseeable future till we see something till the elections are done or till we hear something else from the fed or till there's another round of aid from the fed i think the bonds are going to be sitting in a range and just kind of moving between 150 and 170 and if you like to trade futures i'll give you the levels on there as well why why not let's see here we still have Let's show, let me show you the levels. In case you trade the futures, the levels on the futures would be so you can kind of get a good idea of what you can expect if you do trade the futures. On the futures, that level is 182.31, so 183, because there's 32 ticks in a bond contract. See, I know my futures too. 171 to 182, 171 to 182. That's the levels you wanna focus on. Bye, talk soon. Thanks for listening today. Make sure to subscribe to the Market Talk podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever platform you're listening from today so you don't miss any important news regarding your money and your investments. Have a great rest of your day. My name is Roger Scott and happy trading.